0: This
1: was a vision. I'm telling you, these people are Satanists. As I sit here, they are Satanists. Look, the world is full of these kind of things. Black masses, mutilations, mutilations. The incubus, the succubus. I'm telling you, we gotta go down to the religious supply store. We gotta get ourselves a couple of gallons of holy water. My cousin Jerry's a priest. He can get us a deal. Do you want him to take your family, kidnap them, tear their livers out, and make some kind of satanic pate? Hey, once they get in here...
0: It's over, pal.
1: Trigger warning. This podcast may include explicit content that will take you out of your comfort zone and make you question reality. Listener's discretion is advised.
0: How's everyone doing? Today I have the awesome hosts of Cult of Conspiracy podcast joining us to reveal the wonderfully wicked world of Disney. This episode is an absolute crusher and I was so excited to team up with Jonathan and Jacob to decode the occult significance behind Disney. Now, We dive pretty deep down the rabbit hole on this one, Alice in Wonderland style. So, due to the graphic nature of this content, the full episode can be enjoyed on the Cosmic Peach Patreon. You're definitely not going to want to miss out on this one. The name of the Cosmic Peach Patreon subscription, once again, is room 237. It's never too late to make your reservation. By checking into Room 237, you will have a full range of amenities included in your stay. Access to full episodes, ad-free content, bonus episodes, weekly playlists of cool music to check out, sneak peeks, discount code on merch, exclusive interviews, and much more. Continental Conspiracies served daily. So to make your reservation, click the link in the show notes And I hope to see you over there. But let's dive into a little snippet on the wonderfully wicked world of Disney. thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of cosmic peach podcast i am very excited because tonight we have on the cult of conspiracy not to be confused with heaven's gate cult or anything like that this is the only cult you want to be a part of the cult yes of conspiracy. thank you we have jonathan and jacob what's going on guys
2: Oh, oh. I'm so stoked to be on your show. We've had you on our show a couple of times now, and everybody loves whenever you come on because you just bring the slappers every single time.
0: Thank you. That is such a high compliment because I always try to come prepared. And (laughs) so when we discussed this episode together, you guys were talking a little bit about Disney, and I'm really excited to get into that as well.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were going to talk a little bit about Juan of Braun and yeah. his relationship with Walt Disney and, you know, just the deception that is so deep. It's so thick. It's like a it's like a everlasting quilt that is just you, you pull on one thread and you find the whole blanket a little bit. Yeah, um, but it really is all connected. And I shouldn't have even said quilt. It's it's more of a web. It's a tapestry, if you yeah, will, a Tapestry.
0: You know?
1: but yes. I'm just saying there's a lot yeah. of moving pieces. There's a lot of layers to it. It's very intricately woven, but it all ties in. It really does. Warner Von Braun himself is such a crazy character because of his beginning, middle, all the way through. It's like if this guy had his hands on this many sections of this many organizations that had this much evil things going on, Yo, know, what was up with your boy? Right. And Mm -hmm. so the more we dig into that one, it just more and more layers unfold into this guy who's basically relatively unknown about by the vast majority of the people, but was so integral in human in human evolution. You know what I'm saying? In technology and all of the things and coming from straight up Nazi to that, it, it blows my mind, though.
2: Yeah, they found a new way like to control humanity. Like back then, you know, obviously in the Nazi days, they were just like basically just burning up all the Jews. Right. Mm. R.I.P. would all those folks. But, uh, you know, they they found a a terrible way to handle that. Now, whether they were searching for some kind of, you know, perfect race or if it was just some some form of hate, I think that it goes beyond just the hate, bro, because I don't think that that's a good enough reason to Mm -mm. literally incinerate. I don't even know how many people, they hundreds of thousands, right? Estimates around 10 million grand
1: total, 6 oh, million right. Jews and like 4 million of the other factions. They didn't like gypsies, Freemasons, Catholics, uh, gays. There was a lot of it, right? That wasn't just for communistic
2: reasons, uh, fascist, fascist, even reasons.
1: though if you want to get technical, Nazism is the national socialist workers party, but socialists don't like having that little talk. Because like, well, it was fascist. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. You can't have a socialist society well, you without can. a strong it,
2: arm to enforce you it. You can. It's just never been done the right way. Because it's
1: impossible to do. But that's a talk for a whole nother socioeconomic day. Yes. But from that, they conducted so many crazy experiments on these poor, poor people. And from that, we get people like Warner Von Braun, whose rocket engineering uh, building. He would hang the five slowest Jews every week. That worked for him or was enslaved to him, I should say. And everybody's like, oh, he was just a Nazi scientist. He wasn't a real Nazi. It's like, no, he himself hung five every week that were the slowest as a way to entice the others. That's
2: how you prove a point, bro.
1: This was not just a thing. This was a satanic, bro. This was a satanic movement in my opinion right and it also i
2: mean hitler known for his occultmatic diving into the deep waters of the occult yep i mean there had to have been something along uh, you know with that because i don't think you're just killing people yes you want to try and prove a point you want to try and say look you don't follow my directions or you want to come to work you know maybe hungover or tired or mm-hmm. whatever your case is you leave your home life where it's at because whenever you're working you're working and i need the absolute best from you and if you ain't gonna do that well, uh, there's a couple of nooses over there. I'll, I'll be happy to put them to use. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah.
1: this guy coming yeah. from this background, which we know, like this was Hitler's way of trying to uh, bring about the end times because for the end times to happen, the nation of Israel had to be founded again. And he was trying to make it to where there was no Jews to found the nation of Israel. We know this was a satanic force, right? It was it literally possessed him and this entire regime. That being said, from that regime comes Warner Von Braun. Who America snatches up during Project Paperclip? Paperclip? And now he is yes. and he is now like one of the big dogs ever, period, ever
2: for NASA. And known for a lot more than just nasty NASA in the first place, the deceivers of mankind, leading us all to believe that we live on this round planet. And I say nay to that. Oh, um Jesus. but that's not uh, yeah. that's not what we're here for. <laughs> that's not what we're here for. We're not talking about flat earth. But what I will say is is that I mean, how do you deceive the world? In a bigger way. Mm-hmm. Like you say, uh, like nobody else is capable of reaching the outer, you know, the outer layer of where we live. And then you got the whole Antarctic peace treaty. There's so many things that go into it. I know we have no idea. We can only take people at their word. Problem is, is that the people that were taken for their word have been raping us for uh, hundreds of years, thousands ever. of years. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know. I'm not about abiding by my master's rules.
1: I hear you. You know, look, I'm not saying that the flat earth community is wrong for questioning things. I do believe we live on a round playing field. But that being said, all of that involved, you're right. It does go deeper because Warner Von Braun was invited and invested in it, a part of so many different levels to this. Right. Mm. And then somehow in the midst of all of this, keep in mind, this was a Nazi. This was a Jew killing Nazi just a couple of decades ago. Next thing you know, he and Walt Disney become homies. I besties mean, Besties for
0: real. And it's so he, crazy, you guys, because how do you get someone who is a Nazi who came over with Project Paperclip, not only becoming best friends with one of the most infamous people of all time, Walt Disney, but he's also besties with Stanley Kubrick.
2: Uh, and, and i'm not, not mistaken, even gonna get
0: into the fake moon landing and all of that but why is this guy surrounded by big hollywood people what's their connection that's black magic if i ever did see it
1: absolutely yes. and you can see warner von braun was so tight with walt disney that he was instrumental in the creation of Tomorrowland. the entire concept was his brainchild
2: Well, no, I mean, even, yeah, there's that. But like, think about some of the old Mickey cartoons. Oh, yeah. You know, whenever he's like taking his pecker and and that's how he's making Swiss cheese. cheese. And like, there's so many other examples. There's Lion King, there's Toy Story. There's so many other things that just go so deep. And you have to imagine that these aren't just like some, you know, some rogue like artists that just decided to put something in there.
1: I'm sure there is a few cases of that. And I'm sure that whenever the, that got discovered, it got pulled, it got spliced, and it got put out in the correct way. There has been examples of that where it has been corrected in the past. No, no. But
2: not to this level. I think they just got called out. And let me tell you why. Every single movie that goes through, whether it is a cartoon, like one of those movies, what was it, The Aristocrats? Um, or, one of uh, my favorites, uh, the, the mice. What were the mouse? The mouse one? Uh, uh, the couple Rescue of mice.
1: Rangers? The Rescue Rangers. Rescue, they had the, rescuers. Uh,
0: the rescuers or the american tail or something like that i think had a mouse in it yeah
2: they were they were like riding somewhere and then you could see into a building where there was this woman getting naked yeah and um
0: i know what you're talking about
1: i can't remember the name of it but i know the movie
2: yeah yeah um it's an old like 60s
1: Benita and uh shit what was the guy mouse's name I,
2: I don't even. Re- and then
1: they came to Louisiana and Evan Rude was the mosquito that got him brown. Cause that was the name of the
2: trolling motors we used to get down with. Ebenrood. Right. Right. So you got that right. And now I'm somebody, I edit every single one of these shows. I know every single word that goes into a podcast that we do. If there's a word that I am like, Oh, we probably shouldn't have said that. It's so easy for me to cut it out. It's so easy for me to spot that. And I'm doing this. Let's be real for the most part for a tiny 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 fraction of a penny compared to what they're making in Hollywood what they're making in you know for all the Disney movies these people are professional specialists designed to see every single frame of every no, single thing that they make they are masters of this software they can do anything
0: dude you're right
2: it's these are not accidental things because the artists have to be checked by the editors And the editor has to be checked by the producer and there's a long list and it goes through so many phases before it can ever even be released. That's why you, whenever you see like a, like a Marvel movie, Mm -hmm. well, they're done filming a Marvel movie, like a year or two before they ever even put it out. Because there's so many processes you have to go through as far as editing and, and all that, you
1: know, fancy shit, right? That's just the new shit too. Like for instance, the Mickey mouse with his dick in the cheese, right? Just an example of that. Do you realize how big Disney is? And do you realize how much money that organization is worth? You're telling me that even now, let's say, yes, that was a thing that happened back in the day and they let it ride for too long. If they wanted to scrub the internet of that and make it to where that was another thing that we call the Mandela effect. If they wanted to do that, they could do that. They have not let that Mm. one sink in, bro. They could have fixed that spliced it, taken it off the internet attach a virus to it to where anyone who tries to share it the file gets corrupted they could do that they're fucking disney yeah and there's not- no thing that's impossible for them to do and they still haven't
0: yes some, have yeah, some the of the mark, earlier ones too like the swiss che- the dick cheese um well there they it's were forever gonna now called be called the
1: dick cheese that's <laughs> the <Dick> fucking <laughs> title of it yes, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they had a couple that were uh sending mickey to mars and the dinosaur kind of thing and trust science even back then like when mickey mouse cartoons were brand new they were pushing epcot and these scientific type of cartoons and going to space and of course with him being besties with warner von braun it makes sense i actually wanted to ask you if you ever came across um i i found that walt disney and his dad were both involved in the chicago and new york's world fairs Mm -hmm. during like when they were selling kids off the orphan train and the baby incubators and stuff like his dad and himself were working the chicago's world fair does that that, blows, seem that like doesn't a coincidence even coincidence or Yeah,
2: that doesn't even surprise me. It blows my mind still, but it doesn't surprise me because you know these people they are the epitome of greed. They will do anything for a buck.
0: All right everyone, the rest of this episode can be enjoyed on the Cosmic Peach Patreon along with other bonus content now what you're gonna get over on patreon is taking your cosmic peach experience to a whole new level the subscription is called room 237 and it is seven bucks and 11 cents a month that's right 7 11 y'all now this subscription is an all-inclusive resort if you will there's no levels to this shit if you subscribe you get it all bonus content extended versions of documentaries and full versions of episodes ad-free content julia rants 10 percent off code for cosmic merch holiday specials messaging and conversations with yours truly horror movie breakdowns and commentary and whatever else i'm in the mood for posts, videos, maybe a playlist of cool songs to check out, cool movies and TV shows, it's just a little bit more personal. So there is only so much I can say on YouTube and Instagram or even on here without getting shadow banned or content getting straight up or moved, fuckers. So in order to continue bringing you the cosmic fire, I would like to provide the option of an exclusive and more in-depth coverage of my research. I am humbled and grateful to be a part of your journey towards finding truth. Patreon just allows me to connect with you on a more personal level. So go on over to the Patreon. The link is in the show notes if you would like to subscribe. And thank you so much. I hope to see you over there.